Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. And welcome to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. If you are new here, I am so excited to welcome you into our open community and I hope that you find this podcast episode along with previous and future episodes really helpful. If you have been here for a while, welcome back. I am so glad to have you here as part of my community and showing up every week. Today's podcast episode is one that I've been wanting to do for a little while and it's how you can use your paraprofessionals during distance and mainly online learning. So this is a question that I've been getting asked quite a lot over the last few months and many of us are kind of in limbo right now where maybe we're all online, maybe we're back in school, maybe we're in school and online. There's so many different things that are set up for all of us. But I'm hoping that in this podcast episode today, I will be able to give you a bunch of ideas to use your paraprofessionals that hopefully you can use whatever type of learning you are providing right now. So let's dive straight in because I don't want to keep you guys for too long because if you're anything like me right now, it is just crazy trying to get all the things done and I can't believe that we are already in October. Like it's going to be Christmas before we even know it. (laughs) So one of the ways that I like to use my assistants, and this is in school as well, is to use them to help you to prep. So can they prep any activities for right now or even in the future? Maybe you can ask them to research into teaching something online. So for example, if you have a student who has an IEP goal for working on counting to 10, ask your assistants to spend maybe 20, 30 minutes online, finding different ways that you can teach this through distance learning. Maybe they can create the resource, help to prep it, upload it to your Google Classroom. There's lots of ways they can help to prep resources and this is going to save you time in the long run. Remember, if you're not using your assistance, all you're doing is piling up more and more work on your desk. So try and take some of that work off your plate and let your assistance help you. Videos are another one that I love to get my assistants to do. So many platforms that you use, including Google Classroom, will allow you to upload videos. And we love videos. They're visual, you can make them fun, they're engaging, your students can see you. So why not have your assistants record a quick video every day that you can upload to the portal? So it could be things like working on letter of the day, teaching a new sign language sign, singing a song and signing along with it, saying hello to students, a video completing a task or a chore around the house, challenge the students to do the same. You can do video challenges and if you want to find out more about video challenges, head over to my Instagram, Teaching Autism. I've done a reel that shows you some of the fun video challenges that we have done as a class and that my kids have absolutely loved. Story time is another way that you can use your assistance. So stories have always been a huge part of our classroom and I'm sure this will be the same for many of you as well. However, a lot of our students may not have access to books or story time at home. So why not offer this as a little extra? 
ask your staff to record themselves reading some stories at home and upload a new one to the portal every couple of days or maybe once a week. I know some classes also have private Facebook groups for their students' parents. So perhaps if you're feeling confident or your assistants are feeling confident, they could go live once a week in the evening maybe to read a bedtime story. And you can also use this time for interacting as well. You can also get them to prep for future. So maybe it could be putting together some Christmas craft activities. And trust me, I know you're thinking, Nikki, it's October. I'm not going to plan for Christmas yet. But let me tell you, Christmas is going to be here in the blink of an eye. Like, look how fast October's come round. And it seems like two minutes ago and seven months ago at the same time that all this distance learning started so it's never too soon to get prepared so maybe they can start putting together some christmas crafts maybe getting together some recipes looking for different resources and once they're finished with that maybe they can move on to valentine's day or easter and just mixing it up and helping you to prep in advance as well professional development this is a big one because for many of our assistants, they don't get access to a huge amount of professional development through the year and a lot of them really want to have that access. So this would be perfect for your assistants to do now. Maybe you have assistants who have wanted to access certain training before or maybe you're looking for something new to introduce to your classroom. Now is the perfect time to take advantage of that training. So for example, if you wanted to find out more about Attention Autism, they are putting videos up every week in their Facebook group for some example sessions that you can try out. You can also use your assistants for answering questions. So any generic questions that students or families are asking on Google Classroom or whatever portal you're using, See if your staff are able to answer some of these for you. It means it will save you time at the end of the day when you're trying to catch up on them. And trust me, they can build up so fast if you skip them for one day or even a couple of hours. So see if your assistants can answer any of them. And if there's any that they can't answer, maybe then they can flag them for you so you know that's something that you have to respond to. Video sessions are great for having your assistants to join you with. So your students will love getting to see them and I'm sure your staff will love it too. Plus it means you'll also have your staff online with you. So this can work for a number of ways. It's great if you have any technical difficulties, maybe your Wi-Fi cuts out, it can happen to anyone. And it's great to have assistants still in the room where they can maybe help the students out, carry on with the lesson while you have those tech issues and get back into the Zoom. You can also have your assistants taking notes. You can have them with a checklist that they're checking off to look for certain skills that your students are displaying. You can have them run circle time and lessons so that you can have time observing. You can get them to monitor IEP goals. If you're using Zoom, you can have them use breakout rooms and they can work in small groups or one-to-one -one sessions with students. So it's really helpful to have your staff turn up for those video sessions that you're offering. Also, student check-in. So let's face it, you are one person, just one person. You're not going to have the time to do individual check-ins with all of your students on top of everything else that you need to get done. But you could ask your assistants to do this with your students too, especially if they're able to help them with anything that they may be struggling with. 
Sending notes home is also another great way to use assistance. So a few years back, we posted some postcards home to our students over the summer holidays and they loved it. And so did their families. So why not do the same now? Ask your staff if they'll be able to type up some notes for your students and then send them home either via email or mail them to them if they don't have access to the internet. You can also have them plan for maybe even next year with themes and maybe different ways to set up your classroom. A lot of our classrooms are going to have to change for when we're back in person or if you're in person now, you might find that things have had to change already. So have a look at different things, different areas of the classroom. Does anything need changing? Do they need to make anything? Now is also the perfect time for you to get your staff to run individual sessions. So maybe you have staff who really like a certain subject area or certain activities. Let them use their initiative and start to lead those sessions. It takes a little bit of pressure off yourself, but it also gets you the chance to sit back and observe your students and the way that they interact with your staff members, but also vice versa. And the more that you allow your staff to have a little area of responsibility, those days when you're off sick or maybe you just can't get to school, maybe you're at a training session, your staff are going to feel more confident because this is something that they've already been doing on a regular basis. So reach out to your staff, ask them if there's a specific area that maybe they really enjoy, maybe something that they want to take charge of and see if you can set that up for them. There's also the option to get your staff to make packets to send home. So Maybe you have a lot of parents and families who are wanting to do some work at home with their students. Maybe you have students who are just not enjoying the online experience and they would rather work with something physical and hands-on. You can get your staff to prep these and mail these home for your students' families. So that's something else that you don't have to worry about. I think the main thing to remember is when you are thinking of using your paraprofessionals, Treat them as equals. So they are your team and they're there to help you and your students have the best year possible. So don't be afraid to give them responsibility and don't be afraid to ask for help. Even ask their opinions. Ask them what would you really like to do or ask them if they want to be more involved and how they want to be more involved. It's great when everyone sits down together and shares ideas because everyone brings something different to the table and try not to overthink it. When we transitioned to online learning, it was so easy to start panicking and overthinking things and adding more and more to my plate that I really didn't need to be adding. So instead, I just kind of stopped overthinking things. I thought about how I use the assistance in my classroom, and then I just thought of ways that I can transition that online as well. So I hope you found today's podcast episode helpful. I've tried to keep it short and sweet for you guys, but if you want something even quicker, head on over to my Instagram where I've done a reel all about ways that you can use your paraprofessionals for online learning and it's 15 seconds long so it won't take up hardly any of your time at all. I hope you found this helpful and thank you for listening today. I'll speak to you again soon.